Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is Rose Buddies. Why did we have a burger party right before? We keep doing this where I, we put we put our sweet, sweet little boy down into his angelic bed where he will dream and slumber about who knows what. Who knows what thoughts that little silly brain is putting together. He doesn't know anything. And right after we do that, we eat 10 pounds of hamburgers, like fucking <laughs> the guy from Popeye. And then we sit down to record a podcast just full of our lugubriousness. I believe you mean Wimpy? Wimpy was his name Oh, Thank you, baby. I forgot the name Wimpy. Why did we have a burger party and then decide to make, you know, comedy or, you know, sort of biting criticism, whatever today's Rose Buddies will bring down the pipe? Why do we do that to ourselves? Um, I think because we wanted something to talk about at the beginning of the show that would be unpleasant to the listener and to us. That's fair. I mean, you have something better? You got, listen, hot shot. If you got a better <laughs> intro, I'd love to hear it. Because I just want to talk about the 10 pounds of P. Terry hamburgers we just put up in, in there. I think you should make it clear that we each only had one hamburger. We each had one five-pound hamburger. And I should also make it clear when I said put up in there, I should have said put down in there because we didn't put it in our butts. We didn't. We don't reverse eat in this household. In this household, eating still means something. We don't do reverse butt eating. Thank you very much, oh, millennials. even make it five minutes without you talking about we butt made stuff. It three minutes and three seconds, and that's pretty good. Mm. So we're not going to talk about Bachelor, Bachelorette, ever again and god every time i say that it's just like i feel like a little bird <laughs> comes and lands on my shoulder um and we're not even talking about a show that we watched this time instead for this episode which may be the final episode of rose buddies before we transition into something else and we'll talk more about that later i don't know why this is the voice i use when talking about our future endeavors um do you want to tell them what we're doing this time yeah i mean we we teased it last week, but no, for maybe the, they skipped last week. Maybe there was this, an uh, maybe there's an illness for those <laughs> that one didn't listen to our episode last week. Uh, this week, we decided to use all of our knowledge and our research to put towards constructing our ideal reality dating show. Um, yeah, and I think it's a mistake that we're doing this. I mentioned this last week. I think we're going to be like, we're going to hit the end of this and we'll be like, oh wow, you know what? That's a lot harder than I uh, than I thought. Um, because I was like trying to think of what my ideal dating show would be. And it is, uh, cut, cutting some folks some credit here, cutting them some credit. Like you say, well, it's tough, I think. Yeah. I don't really know what you mean by cutting them some credit. I'm taking their current credit. That is the, the maximum credit allowed to them on their cards. And I'm slashing it, slashing their, so their it's debt. It's bad thing. I think it's good. Is credit good or bad? So you're cutting them some slack, maybe? But yeah, that might be good. By issuing more credit? Um, so I think if we just focus on what we like. Yes. And then steal shamelessly. Yes. I think we could get something together. Um, so you, you have an outline of like some some things that all sort of reality shows have. 
um, that we could figure out in making our ideal reality show. And I think that that conversation should be informed by the things that we have watched here on Rose Buddies. And we can talk about like what worked and what didn't. Um, I don't know about you, but like in thinking about my ideal reality show, I thought of things that I liked from a lot of the stuff we've watched and Bachelor and Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise was not yeah. was not one of those th- things, which I, I think really says a lot about like where I'm at with that franchise in that it is the things about it that people find entertaining, I, I don't think have anything to do with like what I would want out of a a romantic show right and and that's what i think we should like talk about and try to make like it's it's the things that make that show what it is is the bachelor nation stuff and the cheekiness and the sort of um visual tabloid nature of it um so i mean that's part of it but i think well it's like the sheer volume of contestants you know like you bring 30 people on a show it's not crazy that you might find four or five that you find to be really compelling you know so yeah for I think sure part of what i like about every season is the people i'm rooting for yeah you i definitely you definitely get that i think that is the show's main strength is that it has on like a good season like a good cast of characters who you are like totally bought into their yeah. romance and that is that is a tough thing to, to to recreate we've seen some shows that i thought did like dating and sort of the reality of of dating and romance like loads better than bachelor and bachelorette did but i think there's something to be said for the bachelor franchise's like ability to like make people form teams yeah around people like act, like almost like athletic teams form around or, or fans uh, clubs like organize around teams um but it's such a mean show i don't know yeah so well let's let's get started with our show okay um how do you feel about there being one main character trying to find love? Do you want multiple people to try and yeah, find love? Yeah, I don't love? like that. Um, one of the one of the shows that I liked the best in this because I thought about casting a lot, like yeah. because that I think is ninety percent of how the show turns out, especially in this like particular category. Um, one of the shows that we talked about once and we watched a lot, and now I think is dead, was First Dates, the yeah. Drew Barrymore project, which I thought had a lot going for it. It certainly had like a bunch of dates that were just kind of bullshit, but there was something to be said for the fact that like a lot of the dates that happened on that show felt like it was an actual connection happening between two human beings that mm-hmm. weren't just trying to make it right. Yeah. Um, and also like you had a lot of uh, diversity. There was a lot of like inclusion in the couples featured in, in first dates, mm-hmm. um, which I think is radical. And I think is, um, I, I think if you just focus on one person, it's just not as interesting and it is, yeah. Uh, by its very nature, not as not as diverse, and you don't get to see like different points of view and different groups of people, and so like no, that's one way that I think we I, I would not like to follow the the sort okay. of bachelor bachelorette model. I think having having lots of people um, would be would be interesting. Okay, now lots of people. Are you saying like more than three, less than thirty? I mean, if it's 30, like, are we in, like, sort of a, a, a switcheroo situation? Is it just sort of a free-for-all? Is it, like, Big Brother, but with, like, a like triple the people? I don't know. <laughs> or, like, an Are You The One situation. I think I want to shy away from Are You The One also. Although I like the gamification. That was one of See, the things we liked about Bachelor Pad back in the day. Yeah, I think. But here's the thing. Because I, I also thought a lot about this in, in, like, my ideal romance show. 
I don't think I would want game. I don't think I would want a game in it. I don't think no? I would want people to... You don't, I don't want th- strategy? I don't think I want strategy. I don't think I want people to lose and go, yeah. k- get kicked off. I don't... As much as I enjoyed the... Uh, are you the one second chances? I think is what it was called, which we for yeah. some reason watched every <laughs> fucking episode of. Um, it had that the prisoner's dilemma, trust or yeah. steal mm-hmm. mechanic at the end of it. And as as much as I like that in a TV show, I don't think I would like to make a show where real people that feel real meet and form a connection. Okay, and I I feel like any kind of game mechanic is going to get in the way of that. Well. Here's the next question then. Are they living together in a house? See. Because if there's no gamification, what do they do all that day in that house? I don't I don't want to watch them sit around and drink all day. Do you remember a television show called Terrace House that is our favorite television show well, they possibly? Had jobs. They had jobs, they had lives outside of the show. Okay, that is fair. That we could follow them around while they did, which we can have on our show too. Yeah. And I think that also solves the number problem because six people, I think, is the perfect number of people. Okay. Uh, maybe more. Nah, more would be good <laughs> shit. Um, eight. Eight. What about eight? Eight is what about gonna, nine. Eight isn't eight is enough. Okay. Um <laughs> I think I have no problem with like the men- mundanity of like people's lives. I have no problem with that being a factor in the show. Here, here's what I keep coming back to is like, I feel like the best romantic show that feels the realist is not a show about finding find the journey to find love. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a, a show where like you go on it knowing that it is a dating show that you have already muddied the waters to a point where like, it's going to be, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen because obviously it does, but like, I feel like, it's muddying the. You are auditioning for a love show. So we don't tell people what they're auditioning the drop for. On them. <laughs> I think we got to get the drop on them, babe. So we ha- okay. Let's okay. Let's let's think about this. So we have them complete like a questionnaire that tells us a little bit about them. Nope, I hate the questionnaire. Okay, I hate it. I mean, to circle back on our very last episode, Married at First Sight. I thought it was. I mean, we talked a lot okay. of yay about it. And so okay, I don't know but we, we have to back. know something about these people. Yeah. Are okay. We let interviewing me, them. Let me hit you with this. Let me hit you with this. This is good. So first night. It's, Wait, how do they get there? What are you What are you talking about first night? The casting process we can figure out later. <laughs> okay. It's a big party for singles. And I think you, I don't know how we get the singles in there. We can cross that bridge when we come to it. But n- nobody should audition <laughs> for it. I think we'd have like a, maybe we have like some sort of sign up process. But we just say we're just doing a singles party. You can come and meet some new Where people. Where is it? Is it in? I like Chicago. Okay. It felt good to me. Chicago, um, what time of year? That's critical. Uh, Early fall, like early right fall. when the leaves start changing. Okay. And yeah. And it stops being like butt sweat, okay, super so hot. Okay, so people aren't wearing like six layers. No, people are cute. You know, people are dressed mm-hmm. up cute. and Maybe they've got a scarf on. They go. And I want to say like. Uh, there's like a hundred people at that, maybe 200 people. So you advertise it party for singles. Yeah. But if we put it on Craigslist, then that's going to attract, you know, Craigslist users. And I don't know about all that. Um, I am talking about those deep web Craigslist users. Um, and we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. There's like 200 people. Right. (laughs) And you show, you show up and you sign a little waiver and maybe it says like, Hey, we're doing a TV thing. Don't worry about it. And then we like camera 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 filming people making connections falling in love and then we can like branch off later 
And she'd be like, hey, at that party, how you much, formed a dope how connection. How much later? However can, later we need to. Well, because we have to spend a lot of time reviewing the footage and figuring out who... We'll have a big team of editors and producers. Okay. The party. Welcome to the party. Okay. So... I'm um, not Chris Harrison. Uh, oh, God, who is Are You the One, dude? Ryan, Ryan Devlin. Devlin. Host, Ryan Devlin. That's Absolutely. Good. Hi, I'm your maitre d', Ryan Devlin. Come on in to the party. Don't worry about the cameras, but do sign this waiver. It'll be on television. I so, legally have to tell you that. How long is this party? Fucking, it's a rager, dude. I think it goes to like 2 a.m. And then we, there... get the, the, we get that, like, we could license Semisonic's closing time. Everybody sings along. Yeah. And then what's great is like maybe a month later, like we go to like zoom in on another couple and then we can show this like flashback footage. Oh, that's bam, beautiful. Bam, 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 closing time. You know, like remember the uh-huh. night we met? Show them that shit. I think that's how we solve the casting problem. It's how we solve the like, I want like a big, big, big group of people at this party. All, all singles, um, but just a big diverse so we pick, crowd. We pick eight from that. Eight feels good once we get past that party i think we can break them off in any number of like groups that we want okay do they live together in a house that's so tough if they do i don't know what they're doing i don't think they have to if we're all in the same city together if there were people in town at the party that's a little more complicated although we could follow a long distance relationship that might be interesting that might be fun I think it would be interesting to see how they make it work, assuming that they have plans to travel and see each other. Um, But, you know, we're watching their phone calls, their FaceTimes, you know, we're traveling back and forth between their cities. Yeah. I don't know. It's real. It's realistic. It is real. I enjoy that. It's just like, is it the most poignant romance show ever created by humans? I don't know. I don't know if living... I think what we need I didn't to, realize our bar was that high. Yeah, it's got to be the best. We, 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 we have talked 80, I thought it was just 80 hours of shit about reality dating shows. I it was just something we liked. No, babe. We got to get a hole-in-one here, because I'm taking this this podcast to, um, I don't know, whoever would have me, ABC Family, mm-hmm. uh, Freeform. If they'll put that fucking Ben and Lauren show on, they'll put on anything. <laughs> I know that was mean to say, but... <laughs> okay. Um, what do they do here? Uh, living in a house is—I mean, Terrace House is my favorite show of all time. So obviously, there's something there. I don't. Yeah, but, uh, but, but what I like is I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to heighten the drama artificially. Like, you know, they're living in a house, and all of a sudden they're fighting about dishes, and no. I, I don't want to watch that. No, because these are going to be real people that did not audition for a television show. And I think in the like... uh, See, here's the other thing. We are assuming that all eight couples we choose are like, yeah, I would love to be on this television show that you tricked me into being on. Tricked is such a nasty word. (laughs) We'd be very ethical about it. Um, What are they going to do? I like dates. I mean, I want them to go on dates, right? Because like a good date, that first date show had like a lot of stuff going for it. Maybe we pay for the dates and that's their carrot. Is that like, we're going to film you for what, six six months? Oh my God, I just had a great idea. Okay. It's what they do. We have the party, right? The big party. Yes. And from it, we like talk to people. And I think at the end of the party, like you fill out like, who at this party were you really interested oh, okay. in? Okay, like a speed dating thing. So, so we can sort of, of match them, right? Based on, based on that. Maybe it's, a speed, maybe it's a speed dating thing. I don't know. Maybe it is. Well, no, just they fill out who they liked. Yeah. That's the only thing. But we get lots element. of footage of people like talking to each other that we just like have yeah. as sort of the source material for these relationships okay if two people like match with each other and 
the producers are maybe we have we get dr pepper in the mix um <laughs> like feels like it's a good like a really good connection and we want to like zoom in on them um then those two people we show up you and me show up at their door with a plane ticket and they have to go on an international trip with the person that they matched with oh, right now. Like Amazing Race style? That, I wanted to talk about that because we didn't, we've never talked about Amazing Race on the show, I'm pretty sure. But there was a season. Did we talk about it? We mentioned that we watched it. And I think we mentioned the like blind dates. Yeah. So season. There, there was a blind date season where people got matched up with, I don't know, it was probably fucking Dr. Love or whoever. Scientist. Love scientist is in the mix for these television shows. <laughs> That I we love Amazing Race and that season was so fucking good because it was such a good idea. If you could tweak it just a little bit to have it more focused on the dates, and I don't, I'm not talking about challenges. I'm talking about like, hey, you remember when we met at that party? Now we're going to Seoul, South Korea for like three nights, and we're gonna stay at like a nice Airbnb, and we're gonna have dates while we're there, and it's just gonna be like this wild adventure. Let's go to South Korea for the weekend, and then we can do like some travel show shit. We can get some of that good like um terrace house for like international audiences or for the Mm -hmm. aloha state season like some of that tourism stuff that i think is like really cool and feels like kind of romantic i like it how is ryan devlin continuously involved that's important to me and i think we should figure that out i think he does a check-in um maybe he's at the airport and my boy ryan's gonna get a lot of freaking flyer miles but like maybe after they're like three days or whatever they go to the airport and ryan either offers them a ticket to fly home or they can stay here forever forever, (laughs) but for like another couple days okay maybe there's some sort of payoff there i think the payoff is easy enough to figure out and i think we can get my boy ryan devlin in the mix and logistically still no gamification they're just there to go on dates you're there to go on dates and at the end of the episode we find out if you're feeling it or not and then you can go and i think if we just did like one couple per episode going on these like wild adventures in like in in like other countries uh, where they have like, hey, pack a bag if you want to go. We're gonna do this right now, and and we're gonna go to anywhere, anywhere in the world. I think that's cool. I like the idea of like, well, anywhere in the world is going to be logistically difficult to film. Well, don't worry about that. This is a fantasy make believe. Okay, I just I want I want to keep us a little practical. Okay, so that it doesn't become a like, yeah, and then we send them to space, and then they build a moon Holy house. Holy shit, baby, <laughs> space dates. <laughs> delete i'm highlighting everything in this word document i've been working on hitting erase all and then just typing space dates in it Mm. stay with me here 10 hot singles at cape canaveral i like 11 i want oh shit i want here's the thing i think we should consider i want space for polyamory Mm. we get a we get a lot of feedback if we do space dates then space for polyamory is a really really good title for that show I it's think. very good i just i think that is the one area that reality dating shows hasn't really yeah well, i don't i haven't researched this extensively maybe there are shows that have tackled this but i think we should leave space for 11 the only thing i could think of in terms of that particular representation is 
I can't believe I remember her name, Dedeker on Utopia. Whoa, we've never talked about Utopia, though. This is Utopia. Let's Let's make make a brand new start. Thank you. Uh, Oh, shit. Justin McElroy. No, who? (laughs) Justin McElroy didn't write the theme song to Utopia. No, but he tipped us off to Utopia. It it was the most buckwild show, and there was a polyamorous woman in it. And I am sorry that that is my reality television touchstone for that. Um, probably showing my ignorance right now. Okay. Uh, um, space dates though. Space dates though. Okay. So nobody gets eliminated on this show. I don't like it. No. Not if we, not if we focus on like the, just one couple. What if though, let me just pitch this for you. All right. Hit me. We have the party. Okay. People are writing who they're vibing with. We match them up. Yeah. Send them to South Korea. They, after three or four days, maybe they, decide not to stay together maybe they pick somebody else from their list to fly out there nasty i like i mean with multiple people you do have a higher hit rate right yeah although maybe there is something like maybe i i think that the friction involved you and i have traveled internationally a few times now and we are very much in love and i don't think we ever had like much friction right like the kind of stuff that you think of, of well there was the time that you got on the train when the doors closed oh man almost left day me. one we fly into tokyo for our honeymoon and it was a horrible Wait, was flight. it tokyo or was it when we went to it hong was kong tokyo it uh, was tokyo yeah and we were uh we just got off the flight the flight was horrible because these two jags uh, drank a bunch of wine and took a bunch of Ambien before they got on the flight and tried to fight everybody on the plane for like five hours. It was yeah. the most horrifying experience. I was sitting in the, we were sitting in the exit row and one of the uh, flight attendants came to me and said, if they go for the exit door, you have to stop them. And I was like, I'm having a great honeymoon. You know? <laughs> um, and then we get there and we are like running and I see the train. Uh, and that so Griffin goes just takes town. off I just running, start running the holding our bags and I get on the train and the door closes and I was like, Oh, no. He turned around. I'm on the other side of the door. Luckily, there was an attendant standing on the platform that signaled to let me on with my husband. Yeah. And I know how to say, wait a moment, please. But I don't think that, I don't think it conveyed the, the I don't think it conveyed the urgency (laughs) of the situation. Um, Anyway, yeah. you you were saying that travel that, that friction, is difficult. Right? There's, there's, and we saw it on that season of Amazing Race of just like, and obviously there was a lot of extra tension there of just like, you got to stack up those big barrels full of, you know, cream cheese or else we'll come in last place. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want any of that stuff, but just sort of like the usual stuff of like, I hey, like where idea. are we going to go to eat tonight? I like the idea that contestants have the opportunity to, even if they aren't successful with the couple or the person that we match them with. They can reboot with somebody else, potentially. I like that. But I, I think if, there should be some sort of pride. What about this? You can, at the end, you can fly home together or you can take like separate tickets to like continue your trip. And then if it didn't work out, ah, that's a bummer. But fucking, you know, I get to, I'm going to fly to France. All expense paid trip. Thanks. Thanks, Freeform. How long do we let them continue to do this on our dime? You know, just like a week. Okay. It's like, yeah, I went and I met this person at this party and we really hit it off. And then we went on this Nick and Nora's infinite playlist adventure romance. Uh, I can't believe you didn't say before sunrise. You said Nick and Nora. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Uh, And then we went on this like love adventure and, you know, he was really sweet, but uh, it didn't, you know, we didn't exactly click. We had a fun time, but there was no romance there. Um, But, you know, I got a free trip to Amsterdam. So... 
You know what I mean? Like you still get a little something out of it. I think I don't want to. I don't want to shy away from like the travel element of it because I don't think no, that. I don't think so either. I just think, again, as I mentioned earlier, like having a bunch of different couples in a bunch of different areas. Oh, that could be an option. What's that? If we have them all go to the same area, then there is room for cross pollination. So maybe they're interested God, in somebody else. That's a gross way else. of putting it. <laughs> cross pollinate for me. Maybe this couple we matched up don't hit it off, but they look over at the other couple and they're like, hey, let's do swapsies. But then it can be nasty, though. I don't want any elements. Of, I'm not saying gross. I'm not saying gross nasty. I'm saying like mean. We can't make this show so antiseptic that sure nobody. I mean, even Terrace House got nasty sometimes. It's just but people. But it got nasty with a goal, usually. You know, take out the garbage. Don't eat all of my fucking fancy meat that was given to me as a gift, you fucking wild animals. What's wrong with you, you monsters? How could you do this? That was his meat gift. Yeah, that was. Oh, I still get fired the fuck up. I was laying next to you in the hospital bed. Henry was 45 minutes old. Lying next to us asleep, and I was like, "You, you motherfuckers! Don't you eat his meat? He that was, was his so fancy sad. meat. He, he was, was so sad. sad. I mean, it was about a lot of other stuff too." Okay. Um, okay. All right. All right. Let's I, get back I, I know on what track. you're saying, and uh, on the, I think that Blind Dates was about as antiseptic as a dating show gets, where there was no uh, contest to it. I mean, that show also got nasty, also, but just because it was casted poorly sometimes. Wait, are you um, saying first dates or blind? first dates? Sorry, okay. um, and. That show did, I think, get canceled after. We don't know for sure it was canceled. Oh, okay. That's true. That's fair. Um, So maybe you do need a little bit of that nastiness. I just don't want to compromise. I like, Terrace House occupies this space in my mind because I think it's a really well-made show with like a, a, a perfectly executed kind of concept, but it's also like a vibe and it's also a mood. And I want to like, I want to get that mood. And I think that mood, you just chalk it up to the fact that it feels because of how mundane a lot of the stuff feels like the non mundane stuff, like really pops. And I think there's a way to, to do that in any, like any format. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to, there's so no, many shows that. where it's just like, eat this baby's kid pool full of spaghetti and try not to shit. And you can win a date tonight. It's like, I will, I will tell you, though, that we we learned from Bachelorette Canada that you can have a show that follows some kind of typical format and have people still be pretty nice to each other. Yeah, I mean, I think that that show also... Had, yeah, that's true. That show had like... I mean, there was a little bit of goofiness between some of the characters. Yeah, but, but it never lasted part, very long. Yeah, for the I most part, it was innocent. You can chalk a lot of that up to like the people. Like it was just cast with like really just a bunch of sweethearts for the most part. Yeah. But I also think that, that it's true. Like that show had different priorities. Like that show wasn't trying to be this like um, sort of tabloid uh, bloodbath that generate, that is designed to generate as much like buzz around the stuff yeah. that happens on it. than it is like actually trying to like tell a, a, a cohesive, like coherent story or whatever. Okay. Um, Let's get back to the show. The party. People go to the party, they match up, and the then party. they go on international journeys Do we together. get little packages where we find out a little bit more about each of our party goers? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we're going to be spending a whole 44 minutes plus commercials with one couple, I think we got to drill down deep. And so okay. we can have packages, and then we can show like clips from them at the party. Mm-hmm. And then if they fall in love at the end, Ryan meets him at the airport, and it's like, what's it going to be? Are you going to fly home together, or are you going to stay here for a bit? Uh and they like hold hands and they're like, we're, 
And then, like, while they're holding hands and looking at each other, we cut back to footage from the party, and it's just oh, like, you know, nice. I think we've, I think we've got something here. And then we cut back, and they're like, "I do." And then Ryan Devlin's marrying them. Um, do we meet their families? No. Do fuck we see no. them jogging on a trail near their house? Do we recapture the worst episodes of the Bachelorette, <laughs> the family meeting episodes? No, I don't. I do not think so. I do not think that. Do we episode. watch them on rollerblades on a boardwalk, and they're like, "Oh, I fell over." <laughs> <laughs> I mostly like. If we could make a before sunrise, like live action RPG, like a, a before sunrise LARP experience mm-hmm. of just like people having conversations about stuff in nice restaurants and bars in in yeah. in different countries, I like, really do like that. It's fucking hot shit, man. No, that's, that's good. That's a really that's a sick idea. Like I would watch that for the visuals of it. Like I would watch that to like I I we watched a lot of when we planned our. Uh, various trips to uh, different places in Japan. We went to Hong Kong a couple years ago. Like, there's not a lot of like service travel shows out there. My boy Rick Steves is like the only one in the cut who is like, here's how to do some shit in Germany. Um, but there's not like stuff where I feel like I am watching like real people do stuff that I would actually really maybe do in different places. Maybe Bourdain's doing that, but he just seems so lonely. Wouldn't it be nice if he was with somebody else on dates? On dates? On dates? I just think it would be cool to like watch people like just walking down this the street in 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 some country here's and like going another, to a restaurant. Here's another argument I have for having everybody in the same city. How fun would it be? Because every city has like its tourist spots. How funny would it be if if our one couple ran into another couple because they both decided to go to the same museum on that day? That might be. It's yeah, that could be fun. fun. Or maybe they have a double date, just organically. Maybe they do a double date with a couple, a nice older couple from whatever city that they're visiting. <laughs> this was always Griffin's dream. When Griffin and I would travel, oh. he always had this oh, it dream. It made me so sad to hear you say when Griffin and I would travel, <laughs> like we never will again. We, we Anytime we've gone anywhere as a couple, we have talked about... How nice would it be to run into an older couple and then just, you know, spend an, a meal with them talking about what love really is? It was, we went to a, <laughs> a we like kind of splurged and went to this nice hot spring resort in Hakone in Japan. And it was cocoon the fuck up in there. And uh, I was hoping that it might happen. We got a little bit of, I got a little bit of contact coming out, coming out the spring. <laughs> a little bit of contact. <laughs> a little bit of cocoon contact there. Um... <laughs> So yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Like, oh, me and my me and my wife, have, you know, we've been together for 120 years. That's nice. And then, but then they're like really cute. <laughs> no, this is boring. I already turned it off. I changed the channel. <laughs> okay. I want fast running, running, running. Where are we gonna go? I don't know. Where are we staying tonight? I don't know. Ha ha ha. We're on an adventure. Nick and North's infinite playlist. Why? Why do you keep citing that movie? It's just like we're just doing it. We're in the Why streets running before sunrise because they don't run in before sunrise. They walk slowly, and you know. So have... you're going to demand that all of our contestants run from location to location? No, but maybe they do, and they go to a bar, and they. Where are we staying tonight? I don't know. Take my hand. <laughs> maybe they go to a bar, and they don't stop moving at the bar because it's important that they are always in motion. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> they have Fitbits on them that are wired to a bomb. <laughs> There you go. Uh, okay, so no expectation of proposal at the end? Fuck no. God, okay. no. No. I want people to fall in love. Okay. 
are you going to be satisfied if they don't fall in love during the show? Yeah, because they got to go on a fun trip and learn about each other. And even if it doesn't work out, maybe they became friends and had this wild adventure that they'll never forget. And we got to see all of it. And Ryan Are, Devlin is there. Ryan Devlin is there. Are we getting little like in the moments or testimonials where they're just talking to the camera telling us whether they are feeling this no. relationship? No. Ooh. But is there an opportunity to just get the panel from Terrace House to watch to along with us? I thought about that. I thought like... Well, typically, either there's a panel or a host. The idea of both is a little tricky. Is Ryan Devlin also on the panel? It's Ryan Devlin <laughs> and the six uh, panel members from Terrace House. Mm-hmm. But two of them are always absent. Because two of them are always absent because they're very famous now. <laughs> um, let's workshop this particular element after we steal you away. After we steal you away? Yeah, me and my friend here. Jamer. Jamer? Jamer. Um, could you do the music this week? Yeah, sure. Was that Jamer? Yeah, it was Jamer. Yeah, I that's why he leaned that's why I leaned away from the mic and Jamer. I know Jamer. You don't have to explain I don't gotta explain myself to you or nobody. <laughs> I know, bud. You don't have to get like. See, baby's getting really angry. I'm angry. You got him angry now. I know. I'm sorry. Apologize to Jamer. I'm sorry, Jamer. Do you mean it? What was that? Do you mean it? Yes, I mean it. Oh, you made me so happy. All right, Jamer. We're gonna finish the show. Can you wait in your box? <laughs> He's gone. He left the room. He's in his box. Uh, this week, we are sponsored by Thrive Market. You want to tell me all about Thrive Market, or do you want me to tell you all about Thrive Market? Because I heard it's the new convenient way to get high-quality, natural, organic groceries, like healthy snacks, supplements, and foods to stock your pantry at 25 to 50% less than even the discount stores. So what were you going to say about it? Um, I will say that uh, besides the discounts, it's also so much more convenient than driving to your fancy grocery store and just kind of hoping they carry the cookies that you like or I hoping like cookies. Jamer. Uh, Jamer. Jamer, I need you to go, bud. <laughs> um there's predictability to it. Uh it's easy to navigate and uh you can get some really fancy stuff without having to navigate the fancy crowds of fancy people that are sometimes not as nice. But I like to go do a little cut purse action. I like to go to the fancy grocery store and do a little sticky bandit. Yeah, what that's you, it. What? Are you, you're stealing I things? see you looking at the fancy soups, and I'm back here stealing your fancy belongings, fencing them. Griffin, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> Me and Jamer are run a network of child spies. Tell me how I get this discount at Thrive Market. Oh, here's the deal. You pay just $60 a year and you get wholesale pricing all year long. Thrive guarantees you'll save more than your membership fee in your first two orders. In fact, they'll let you test drive the savings for free before you buy your membership. Uh, you can test drive it for free for 30 days and get an extra 20% off at thrivemarket.com slash rosebuddies. That's an extra 20% off at thrivemarket.com slash rosebuddies. Jamer, do you want to say it? If I let you say it, will you leave? Yes. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rugs buddies. Sounds like you forgot what the yeah, voice was for a second, Jamer. You lost the voice there a little bit, Jamer. <laughs> Public is nerfing. Okay. 
Oh. We demand perfection, actually, if you're going to be on this show. I love you, I love you too. Um, <laughs> I have a Jumbotron message here, babe. Do you want to hear it? Yes, please. Uh, I got a Jumbotron here. This one is for Brenna Vinosky Geiselman, badass NICU nurse. And it's from Zach Tartle, or Tartel, badass CVICU nurse. I don't know what that means. Uh, hey, dude, I'm really glad that I met you at school. Who would have thought that those dopey dorks with all the questions would end up being fancy fucking ICU nurses so soon? Uh, I'm so grateful that I have you as a work and relationship sounding board and now a bachelor of fantasy and now a bachelor fantasy league competitor. Love you tons and hope to see you again someday. Lopressor. I don't know what that is. Is that a, is that a medical? Is Lopressor like a... A, a medical term is that what they use or maybe a, a, a pharmaceutical yeah you pop a couple low pressers or maybe it's like a fun way of saying low pressure oh maybe mm-hmm. these folks sound fancy babe <laughs> they better watch their fancy belongings while they're picking out they're scooping oh, out nuts no, into no, a little no, bag no, 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 no. scooping out little fancy chocolates into no, a little no, bag no, hey, where'd my car keys go and this is me and your fucking acura griffin this bit isn't working <laughs> do you want to read this other jumbotron uh yeah this message is for emma it is from cheyenne hi leggy I can't believe how lucky I am to have such an amazing woman in my life. You make me so freaking happy. I can't wait to spend many more years adventuring with you. Whether we end up in Austin, Hawaii, or the Midwest, I know Those we will the only be three places. awesome. It's the only three places there are. You are my love, and I love you because you are my love. That is the sweetest thing. I'm going to receive the laptop one moment. I hope that you ended up in Austin. I hope you ended up in fucking Hawaii. What are you talking about? Austin is better than Hawaii. What are you talking about? It's more affordable. Yeah, the, be- uh, the beaches less are nicer. And- touristy. Oh, no, it's not better than beaches aren't better. That's weird. Why would I say that? It's easier to get avocados here, maybe. Well, you don't know that that's true at all, babe. Um, Breakfast tacos, probably. Definitely do have those there, probably. Barbecue. Yeah, definitely do that there also. And beaches. I mentioned the beaches, the crystal clear beaches and the surfing and terrace houses there. There's never been a terrace house, Austin. Although if it is, hit me up. I wouldn't be on it. I just want to, you know, hang out outside. (laughs) Are you sad and confused about world politics? Worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war? Or maybe a rat is living in your house. There's a rat living in my house. How do you get rid of a rat from a house? Why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved or just interested in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, God, there's the rat. Oh, God. Uh, Should we get back to our show? Okay. Okay, so we were talking about... uh, the potential for a panel. I don't like in the moment interviews because you know what they do? They take me out of the fucking moment pretty much every time. Yeah, no, that's true. And there's, there's a fun element of surprise. I think when you don't get to hear what everybody is thinking, but I will say, um, it would be nice to know whether these people are falling in love or not. Let me hit you with this. Then I can't believe how this show must've made a really deep impact on me. Like the movie deep impact did. I'll never forget all the great performances in Deep Impact. Um, I liked 
in first dates when they would like go into a bathroom and call somebody. Oh yeah. Cause then that's real. That's really somebody talking about like, Hey, so sorry to wake you up. It's probably 3am there. Cause I'm in, that's a good idea. Yeah. So we let them, I mean, we'd have to let them call home because we just sent them on this trip with very little notice. Yeah. And maybe on their phone call, they talk about this person they're with that we have screened to make sure they are safe to travel with, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. I mean, they'll have producers and stuff, but we will, I think that there will be definitely be a screening process. Once you get picked from that party, we got to screen you for a lot of stuff. Including, have you ever been on a fucking television show before? Because if you have, right. you're done. Get out of here. No way. I can't believe how many times that happened on all the shows that we watched. Well, it's because people are auditioning. They're auditioning for television. Yeah. Okay, we can't get into it. Um, Yeah. And so you call your buddy and you're like, hey, it's like that scene, babe. And before sunrise, when they pretend to call people. And he's like, yeah, I met this, I met this oh, woman. Oh, God, that scene and is And she so calls good. and pretends to be him and is like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, Should we so do an good. episode about Before Sunrise? No. Okay. No, I don't want to. Um, I just want to talk about it a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that would be, I think that could be good. Yeah. Or maybe they just pretend to call people like that scene of Before Sunrise. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I think that'd be good. But I also okay. want a panel. I like the, I like the panel. I, I love know, me it. me too. I love the panel. I love the panel because, and we would have to make sure, well, if we get the panel from Tara's house, that problem is solved. Yeah. But that they're actually funny. So yeah. many of these, like, like when Bachelor did those, like, after shows, they would have people on that were not funny. Yeah. And it was painful to listen to them try and be funny. Oh, no. No, thank you. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know who we would. Paul F. Tompkins was on one episode. I thought he was good. And then... Yeah. Uh, Nick Kroll and uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. Yeah, no, no, that was incredible. Tuna Time. Or what was it? Too Much Tuna? Yeah. I can't remember the name of it, even though we watched their whole Broadway thing on Netflix. Uh, that was that was pretty good. But a lot of time it's just like celebs rolling up and saying just like the meanest possible shit. Yeah. And, and then inviting that person out to sit next to them. Inviting them out to sit next to them. Yeah, like, it's awful. That was, yeah. I didn't, okay. I didn't dig that. So I don't want that. How long? So I very quickly alluded to how long this show might go on. Okay. But you said, how long did you say? Like a week? Two weeks? I think like, are you talking about filming? Are we really getting filming. into like production? Filming. Yeah. I think like three days. I think you have like... And we turn that into 18 episodes? For one couple? No, I think it's one couple an, an episode. No, I'm I'm talking about the season. How long the season would oh, be. Oh, short. I think we go with like a Netflix eight. Okay. Eight episodes, we film for a week and a half. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, so it sounds like there's no villain, no right reasons. No God, we pick people that are good people, they're real people because they didn't know they were going to be on a show, and now they are. Now that particular act of subterfuge, it's going to be tough to pull off in season two. Hey, Chicago, come out to this big party for well, singles. Don't have, worry about it. It's not that I know. one. I had that thought too. I was thinking that actually during the ad break uh, that we just did <laughs> of how do we do another season of this? Well, bars have parties for singles and people maybe start going to those parties because they're like, is this it? They're looking for that Wonka ticket. Yeah. yeah. What we got to be careful of is getting, getting um, hop-ons 
yeah. from people who just went like a fucking I know. F- free trip to Portugal or whatever. Or people that saw our previous season and now are showing up thinking like, is this it? I, I really want to promote okay, then my the, Instagram. The party is in a different city every every season. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you don't, you never know. You just never know. Okay. My next question. Okay. Overnights. Okay, I think you stay at like a cute uh, like rental place, and it's got two bedrooms, and so taster's choice, go for it. Are and we then, doing night vision to see whether or not fuck these people? No. Okay. Fuck no. I think if you walk out of the living room and shut the door, like, but even Terrace House had the um, what was that room called? They didn't have a boom boom. They had the okay. They had like the this is what I'm talking about the marriage suite or whatever that um yeah I forget what they called it. Uh, the traditional room or something like that, where yeah. um, where you Minori can stay as a couple, and Uchi stayed in after yeah. they started dating. So I'm just saying that most reality dating shows do make it clear if a couple hooks up. I think that like if they stay in the same room and want to talk about it, and like if we film the living room and we watch them like walk out of the living room and stay in the same room, and then they want to talk. Who are they talking about, about it to though? Each other? They're their friends, friends on the phone. Oh, okay. Maybe. So the producers know. are like, hey, or do you, you want to call your friend today right now? We show them walking in the same room at night, but we don't film inside the room and we don't do like smacking noises, <laughs> but churning sounds. Uh, we don't like do that shit in the captions. And then we cut to the panel and they're like, oh, uh, huh, huh. maybe, maybe they're like, mm, consensual love, love. I love it. That's great. It's very good. I'm a big fan of this and I'm not going to be the fucking saved by the bell like live audience about it maybe there's a saved by the bell live audience we've gone so <laughs> quiet all of a sudden um no i'm just thinking about most reality shows have an opportunity for everybody to get together and chit chat like whether it's like a dining area or a cocktail party like everybody comes together and that's where you get your information because they're all talking yeah. to each other. I think we get that. I think that that common area in the living room, like you're not going to be running around going on dates fucking 24 seven. It's a long trip and you're probably going to be jet lagged. So there's probably gonna be some time where you're just like in your PJs in this like living room, just like making coffee and just like talking a little bit. And you're like off the clock or whatever, but there is no off the clock. You're on an international mention or, or just an infinite playlist. <laughs> I think I think I I keep hitting this point over and over again, but I think we need an opportunity for everybody to get together occasionally. Mm. I know that you like the idea of following one couple, but I think even Amazing Race, they're all on the airport together. Like you get that interplay. Like no show totally isolates a couple the whole time. I've got it. Okay. At the end of each episode... They make their choice about whether they want to fly home or keep traveling, which is all uh, uh, not a big consequential choice. And in the last two minutes, episode one, we see, you know. Jer- well, episode two. Episode one is the party, right? Episode no? one is the party. Episode okay. two, uh, Mike and Rob walk in. The, they've, they've made their choice. I'm gonna We're going to stay here in, in Amsterdam and just like we had a great time and we want a couple more days. Into the episode, there's Ryan. And he's standing at the maitre d', he's standing at the host table, and then in they walk, Mike and Rob, or Ron, I forget, I already forgot. It was Rob. They walk in, and he says, welcome back, and then cut to black. And then, episode three, we get another couple, they make their choice, and then show them walk back into the party, and then all of a sudden, they're talking to 
Mike and Rob about how their date went. And so every end of every episode, another couple walks into this like reunion party. And so we get little pieces of reunion and people talk about their, their love and their dates. And we get just like a little nugget of that at the end. Okay. And I'm super confused. So, so we just, we spent some time with Mike and Rob in Amsterdam. Yes. And now we are flashing back or we are flashing, flashing forward, forward to a reunion party toward a reunion party and this is where we're seeing them interact with the other couples that got to go on adventures okay where did you all go doesn't that give stuff away no because it's not revealing it because it's the end of the episode they get added to the party and in the first episode we see the first couple show up and in the second episode the second couple joins the first couple and so by the end of the season everybody's there and then the final episode is the reunion party so e- okay <laughs> each episode is one couple yes and we we see them in one city. Yes. Okay. Um, then they fly back to their original city and go to the reunion party. And we see a little that bit of that. Is that enough time? Is that enough time to develop any feelings if they're in one city for a few days? Develop feelings for each other or for us to develop feelings about their relationship? Both. Um, I think it's absolutely enough time for people to form a relationship I, again like i don't give a fuck if they get married i don't i, I, I think that's an unrealistic expectation i think if i had never met you and i said hey do you want to go to hong kong for a weekend i would probably have very strong feelings about you by the end of that weekend i think that's enough time and i also think like we would watch episodes of that uh first date show and i would feel very strongly about true. folks and not only that we get that party episode and so the whole time i'm watching i'm thinking about couples i saw in the party episode like boy i hope they show up and then they do show up and it's like fuck yeah i thought what you were initially proposing was that they they fly from chicago to amsterdam yeah or anywhere and they can they talk to ryan at their end of their few days and they can elect to keep traveling yeah and they go to another city. Oh, no. If they keep traveling, they're like off the show. They just have like a little trip together or they can fly home. I'm not feeling it. That's like their end. That's their end decision, right? So it's like, oh, we, we had a good time. We're going to stay in Amsterdam a couple more days. Okay. Or we're going to fly home. Right? I thought, though, each... Well, I didn't think each episode was one couple. Yeah. I thought each episode was following the four couples or trios or whatever um, from one city I think we've lost the, the plot. Next. I think we've lost the plot. That was never my intention. One episode per couple. Done. I'm done with you. Mike and Rob, your story is so beautiful. I'm so glad you found each other. I can't wait to see it through reunion. But I'm ready to move on. Okay. I need to find other love out there. Okay. You know what I mean? Blind or first dates. Jesus. That's why I kept pushing the interplay between couples. Because I I thought each episode we were ping-ponging and they were never interacting no, i think we've been miscommunicating this entire oh, time okay i think each episode's one couple and then we move on that's okay. why i'm talking about a tight eight episode okay show. so they don't have to run into each other at the louvre or anything no but i like the idea of the reunion special where everybody gets together and talks about their love okay we don't have to do that now that we've parted we've, we've crossed this we've forded this river together Okay. We could do this infinite. We could have infinite. We'd be the first infinite television show that will never end, unlike Utopia, <laughs> which ended long before its time on a fucking Halloween special. How was your show? How was your last episode, Utopia? <laughs> Pretty bad, I thought, maybe a little bit. Um. Okay. So in our scenario, we have... The in- party. Infinite money, the ability to travel to space. Are we back on space dates? Well, I just, I just think it's important to think about money. It's two people and one camera person and one producer. It's four people. That's nothing. 
That's nothing. I'm talking about a tight crew. We don't need to get a fucking amazing race up in here where we take over the entire country. <laughs> I'm talking about like a, a two-camera operation topsies. Okay. This is not going to be that expensive to make. Okay. Because I want it to feel fucking real, dog. And Ryan Devlin. And Ryan. But he, I mean, he. we won't, we will have to fly him all over. Maybe we get him on a little um, laptop. <laughs> We get him on a laptop. Yeah, they, like one of the camera people like pops open a laptop and then there's Ryan oh. Devlin and he's Skyping in. So we don't have to fly his ass all over the place. Okay. Unless he wants to pay for his own flights. Okay. This is a tight operation because I want okay. it to feel real, real okay. people, real camera work. Uh, okay, so are we are we at the name of the show now? Oh, God, I hope not because I don't know what it would be. I mean, I thought it was going to be like the party or the party. Well, the party doesn't really get across that. It's also an international adventure. The international adventure party. What about Griffin and Rachel's infinite playlist? Okay. <laughs> Before sunrise, the MMORPG. What does that even stand for? You don't want to hear me explain. I know role playing game. Massively multiplayer. Online. Okay. Um, hmm. Time zone. Travel party. Travel party. We need party. to get past party. Party. The term party, I don't think, really gets across that this is the most potent love story ever told on television. Fiesta. Why? I don't know. It's a different word for party. <laughs> and it's more international. It's. I suppose it is. Um, <laughs> hmm. Journey. See, I would be fine with Journey if it hadn't been so completely trampled by the Bachelor franchise, and if it weren't a band already. If it weren't a band, <laughs> Foreigner. No, that's also a band and also terrible. Um, plain date. Plain date sounds bad. How was your day? It was plain. <laughs> well, Times Internet International Dateline. Oh, baby, you're so good. You're so good at this. International Dateline is not Ooh. still not great because there is a television show called Dateline, but <laughs> this, interna- this one will also have Stone Phillips. <laughs> Stone Phillips is looking for a mate. Um, that's really Heart good. of Stone. I already named. <laughs> I already named that other show we just came up with two seconds ago. <laughs> This is incredible. I'm so I'm on, give me another show, quick. quick I'm, I'm hot. so proud give of Give me you. another show, quick. I'm hot. I'm hot. Uh, I'm hot. Polly Shore opens up a bar. Uh, you can just edit out this. I don't got it. I don't got it. It would have been better if I had given you up like, Polly Shore opens up a beachfront bar. Yeah, I mean, I was hoping that you would give me that, but you didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Well, <sighs> broke my streak. International Dateline. That's good. <laughs> or Heart of Stone. Should Heart we explore Stone. Heart of Stone? <laughs> All right, so let's take the last uh, 58 minutes, throw it away. Heart of Stone. Stone Phillips is looking for love in all the right places here on Heart of Stone. <laughs> um, I think that's our We're show. We're going to Kyoto. Let's go. I don't know what Stone Phillips sounds like. Wow. that's I mean, that's pretty dead on. Um, I think we hit all We're my... We're going to go down to Sydney, Australia. Pack your bags. Oh, gosh, you, you know. I enjoyed meeting you at that party. How old is Stone Phillips Did in Did you head? know that this was a television show? Okay, so we talked about location. We talked about the um, number of contestants. Infinite. Uh, we talked about the hosts and the panel. Ryan Devlin. And we. I don't think we talked about who was going to be on the panel. The Terrace House panel. Okay, just the Terrace House panel. Um, nobody gets eliminated. Fuck no. Everybody's there for the right reasons. Yes. 
Uh, we don't meet their families, but maybe they talk to them. Uh, yeah, I think they talk to them. And they t- probably talk about them. Tell me about your dad. Uh, the dates are... Um, do they plan the dates or do we plan the dates? That's important. Are they just like walking down the street and they're like, oh, this place looks cute. Based on, based on what you construct. I like that. That feels real. Yeah. Uh, there are overnights available. If you want to, if you don't want to, if if you're just having fun and you guys are buddies and you want to enjoy your trip, stay in your separate rooms. I don't give a fuck. Uh, eight episodes for just a less than a week. A tight Netflix eight. Mm -hmm. Um, no proposal. Unless they do. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking stop you. I would rather you didn't. <laughs> Ryan would say that from his laptop. I would I would rather you didn't. It doesn't feel real. I'm glad for you, but it doesn't feel real. Come on home. We need to talk about this. So no Neil Lane. No. God, no. No Book of Rings. If there was a challenge in every episode where they had to eat 10 diamond rings, I would not invite Neil Lane to the equation. Absolutely not. No that challenges. Du- that dude's got secrets. Dealing with Neil Lane is challenge enough on the bachelor and i'm 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 done i'm through with it it's a good show international dateline yeah we got a good show i would watch this i like i like shows about people traveling the best like travel shit we watched was just youtube videos of just like folks just like hey i don't know what the fuck i'm doing but uh hey this place looks cool let's go yeah tony bourdain just looks so lonely i can't i can't with that anymore Oh, well, just, he, that's because he usually meets up a friend. That is true. Now he goes to cities and he meets a friend at a restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Um, International Dateline. I'd watch this. Get me at too. me. Netflix. Get at me. Whoever. Uh, Verve. ABC I Family. I got some inroads there. Hey, Freeform. Freeform. I know I said some bad shit to, in this episode Hulu. alone. Hulu. Hulu. Get at me. We are, Hulu. Always, we are always looking for Hulu. Uh, I think that's it. So um, we might have a new thing next week. And I, 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 I'm saying like 50, 50, uh, because we still have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work that goes into changing everything about your show. Um, and we still have a lot of that stuff to do. So we may not have it done by next Wednesday. And so next Wednesday we might have a new Rose Buddies or we might have a new, new thing if we can really get it, get it all done. Um, I'm really, really excited. We can't talk about like the name of the show because we're still figuring that out and getting like uh, art and all that stuff together. Do you want to talk about what we're doing? I feel safe talking about what we're going to do. Yeah. Uh, so if you liked the good stuff we like episode of Rose Buddies, uh, then you will probably be interested in our new show. Yeah, because it's going to be that. Um, and we have some ideas for like that that particular format, but that was my favorite episode that I think we've ever recorded. It was a lot of fun, and I think there is something to be said about a podcast that like is about like hyper posy like enth- enthusiasm about stuff yeah. and like and and to be fair like um i think there's a certain connective tissue between that idea and what rose buddies started out as was like us being enthusiastic and like deep deep fans of this thing that uh we have kind of fallen out of uh love with over time and so like i think this this thing will be kind of still like that although obviously of a much uh, about a much broader topic um as long as we can stay like not goopy about it then that would be great i don't want to be like there's this cocoa butter that you can eat and it makes your butt clean or something (laughs) yeah no i think week to week we plan on being very specific and very genuine in what we like and hopefully you'll discover some new things you like a little little bit tighter too a little bit tighter of of a production we can go ahead and say that that was something that we've talked about um those like hour and 45 minute episodes of Rose Buddies were really killer. Um, we record this show right now. It is 837 at night. 
we really do put Henry down and then we try to eat and then we record and we get really sleepy and go to bed. And I don't know that that makes for the best podcast environment. So it'll probably be a little bit tighter. Um, also, I think there's enough like hour 15 podcasts out there and I don't want to continue to contribute to that ecosystem. Um, I'm really, really excited about it. I've reached a point where I've crossed over being kind of worried about all the stuff that goes into moving on from this thing and like being excited about doing like a show that I'm really excited about. Me doing too. And, and thank you to uh, the maximum fun network for being so supportive as uh, we uh, transition. Yeah. A lot of people have been asking some like process questions and uh, max fun is working with us to like figure all that stuff out. And uh, they have been very, very helpful in it and very supportive and we appreciate them a whole hell of a lot. You go to maximumfun.org and check out all the great shows there. You got a bunch of great podcasts like Stop Podcasting Yourself and Lady to Lady and And the Turnaround. If you haven't listened to Jesse Thorne's yeah. project, The Turnaround, it is great. He's got interviews with like Katie Couric and um other interviewers. Terry Gross is one of them. I too. really wish the show had come out when I was like in journalism school. Because I, right? I feel like it would have been like fucking I mean, it's still like extremely good, but I feel like I would have just like aped everything from mm-hmm. it if I was still in school. I think there's a lot to still a lot to learn, even though I'm not in school. You know, I'm a student of the world. Mm-hmm. Student of the world's not a bad name for this television show. That is good. Gosh, you're a factory. Monster factory. They, oh, no. no. Um, I think that's it, right? Yes. If this is the last Rose Buddies, thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. This feels unceremonious because the show has pivoted away from the franchise that it started about for like a month now. And so like, it doesn't exactly feel, and also like our new thing is basically just going to be this, but instead of talking about crappy television shows, talking about, you know, taste stations or whatever the fuck. Um, and I don't know when we started doing this show, I don't think either of us thought it was going to be the, the, uh, as big of a thing that it has turned into. Like there's, I keep kicking this fucking garbage can. Um, there's a big community around the show and this community has been amazing. And, uh, joining them for things like live discussions of, of batch episodes um, and like seeing all the like fan art and all the, all the other stuff that has come up about our show that I don't think we anticipated would ever spawn off anything like that has been, it's really, really, really meant a lot to us. Um, we, it is cool to make this thing with my, with my wife and I hope that you feel the same about me and to have like people support it in the way that they have has been like really, really meaningful to me. So um, yeah, thank you course, all very much. Of course. And we, we are counting a lot on the praise we have received that people just more than talking about reality dating shows, they just enjoy hearing us talk about things that we like. So hopefully but we your would, enthusiasm for us will continue. But we would never like exploit that and do like just any old shit just to like cap- capitalize on that enthusiasm for people saying, I'll go do whatever. I, I don't want us to hear that and say like, okay, well, we're just going to be fucking bullshit lazy no, then and just have people no. like it. Anyway. I, I'm, I'm still going to do research. Uh, Griffin's still going to be incredibly creative and funny. We I'm still going to come up with names for things. I'll do some fucking research too. You're going to make me sound like <laughs> fucking Jughead over here. You're going to make me sound like a fucking screech. Um, uh, I just, we, we very much care about the direction this is going and we will continue to give it our best and if if if, if that's if you don't want to listen anymore like the, i totally I, it's funny i had this exact fucking conversation <laughs> on the adventures, the adventures on last week uh if, the, if you don't want to tune in that I, I i hope you can take this from me as sincerely as is possible like yeah, i totally we, we, get it we have enjoyed having you and we um are happy to 
have you chase your bliss. Yeah. This show started as one thing. And if you're a fan of it because of that, and now we're not going to be about that thing anymore and you don't want to listen, I, I completely understand. And thank you very much for everything you've done for us. And uh, hopefully we'll see you around sometime. Um, yeah. But for everybody else, buckle the fuck up. <laughs> uh, let's, I think that's it. Let's call it a night. All right. Yeah. Let's go collapse in bed and watch Parks and Recreation. Does that sound good? Yes. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you next time. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Rachel McElroy. When you're ready. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert. She ends up with Soldier Boy. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours.